we want to thank God for the privilege of joining you this morning and to minister to you. Thanking the leadership for the privilege given us, we don't take it lightly at all. And we thank God that our women's director is in our midst from Germany, the Deutschland. God bless you, Mama. She blessed us some few months ago with some items to our women's ministry. And uh, now they can be identified in Kampala City with their clothing and their scarves. And that is pulling souls to Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you for that benevolence. This morning, I want us to look into the scriptures, briefly talk about contentment. Contentment. The subject this morning is contentment. Turn to somebody and tell the brother or sister, be content. Mm -hmm. Contentment. Not complacency, but contentment. Hallelujah. The singers can join me sing this song whilst we prepare to read First Timothy chapter six, verse six to eight. Please join me sing this song. I'm sure you can make it. Baba can also join me. My daughter is here with me this morning. You can also join us sing this song. My lifetime, I will give God my lifetime. Hallelujah. My lifetime. Oh, I will give God my lifetime. Oh, if I give God my lifetime, He will take care of me.
trust in me. In all you do. Surely my presence is with you. Contentment is a great gain for every genuine Christian. Contentment is a great gain for every genuine Christian is the topic for today. And I say the subject is contentment. Contentment or content. Hallelujah. You will be at peace no matter how and what happens if you are content. You will not be worried. And you know where up because you know that the one in charge will surely see you through. Whatever the challenge is, he is always there for us. God never changes and God never fails. So long as you believe in Christ and remain a genuine Christian, God will always be available. Hallelujah. His presence will never leave you. Therefore, be contentment or be content is a great gain as a genuine Christian in your daily lives. Amen. In introduction, I said this. Contentment is to be happy with what you have. When we say contentment, contentment, be happy with what you have. I have one clothing. And that is what I have. And it belongs to me. And I admire it. I'm okay with that. If God bless me with two, I will appreciate it. But so long as I remain in this one, I am okay. Hallelujah. So, being happy with what you have. And accepting who you are. Accepting who you are. Accepting who you are. When we say somebody is content, that means the person accepts who he is or she is. Doesn't matter the tribe, the culture, your academic level, the work you do, and whatever you have. One day, all the tools will be laid down. Your hand can never lift anything again. Your feet can never walk again. Your breathing will stop. Everything of you will come to an end. And on that day, on that day, 
you realize how wretchless or how weak or how vulnerable or how fragile we are. We are nothing. Hallelujah. I visited Kolebu three days ago. When I arrived, I heard one of the old ladies of the Ansoman was very seriously ill. So I decided to visit that same night from airport. When we reached there, and I knew this woman for about six years ago, how she came to church and dance, how she liked God. Seeing this woman lying there without talking to anybody, speechless, can't raise their hands, can't do anything again, then you can see that if you are not content with what God has done to you or what you are today, when you reach that stage, you can never be content. I pray that whatever level you have reached, yet you can, you can progress but be content at that level. Hallelujah. And that can make you appreciate who God is to you. Amen. Again, contentment is being accepted to where God has placed you to be. The position you have been placed or the opportunities and privileges God has granted you to spearhead or to lead. Remember, the chair you are sitting on today, somebody has sat there before. And a day will come, another person will sit on this chair. And you not get the privilege you are having today to sit there. So whatever you have to do with opportunity or opportunity space God has given you, do it better. And do it from pure heart. So that God will bless you. Amen. Now, it is, it is respecting the reality of the present. Contentment is respecting the reality of the present. Appreciating what you do, have, and where you are in life. In other words, contentment is quiet happiness and satisfaction. Hallelujah. Biblical contentment is trusting God no matter what circumstances you find yourself in, in life journey. That requires for being content. So to, to be content in this life also means that you appreciate where God has placed you and what God is using you to do. Hallelujah. This doesn't mean you will not admire others or you will not aim or you will not have goal or objectives. You may have. But unless you reach there, don't force yourself to be like somebody. Hallelujah. If you are content, whatever God has endowed you with, you are okay with. And you think you are also the best among the best. Hallelujah. And you don't compete with anybody. I can sing but I may not be able to sing better like those people standing here. So when they are singing, I have to appreciate them because they are doing what I cannot do better. When we appreciate ourselves in the little things we do and we are content with what God has given to us, the church will grow and the family will also be happy. There will not be any skirmish in the fam family or trivia and uh, uh, issues in our families. Hallelujah. 
For instance, three brothers, Afriti here, three brothers, purchased land on the same, same plot of land, three lands. The middle one was able to build his house within two years, completed the house and moving. The senior most brother couldn't build, but he faced the, the land. The younger brother also did his best to put up some building, but he has not roofed to the lentil level. Now, because the middle brother has finished, these two agreed that let's eliminate him so that we can take his property and then once we are in that property, we can build our own. He's disgracing us because they are not content with their walls and lentil. So they have the evil mind to kill. I pray that in the church, you will never conceive con 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 conceived evil intentions against anybody. It be in the family line, in the church, workplace, or anywhere you find yourself. Be a virtue and a vessel that God can look into and praise that himself that he has made you like who you are. Hallelujah. So, they have that evil uh, conception to kill their brother. But because the brothers stand tall in the Lord, God revealed to him that your brothers are planning evil against you. He woke up early in the morning, went to them. And sometimes if you are bold, it's okay. Timidity is also bad. But he went to them, brother, this night God told me you have the intention to kill me. I just want to find out. Is it true? He said, ah, I'm not the only person the two of us planned. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's my prayer that wherever you find yourself, no matter how the challenge, may God give you boldness, courageous, strength, though you are content, but you, are faced, you will face the issues as it is. Hallelujah. Because sometimes those who let it go, goes, but it piles up. And when the cases are coming, it comes huge. But if you confront the issue and you address the issue, God will come in and peace will prevail. Hallelujah. Let's look into the scriptures. 1 Timothy 6, verse 6 to 8. Please project it from. Thank you. Can we read it together? But godliness with contentment is so godliness without contentment is a great loss. That's opposite. If you want to be acknowledged as a God-fearing person or God's own child or a Christian, a genuine Christian, then your godliness must be with contentment. Then you can be in a position to achieve great gain. But if you don't do this, the first one, then you lose. You will not gain. And all of us here want to gain. True of us. Yes. Businessmen want to make profit. And government workers want promotion. Because promotion is bad. We make a crab a family. True or false? So we all want to progress in life, but be content. Hallelujah. 
For great gain. Now let's continue. Verse 7. For we brought nothing into this world. We came naked. Don't forget that we came into this world naked. And so shall we return. Your best clothings may not be given to you when you are departing from the earth. Whatever they want to give to you is what they will give to you. And you will not be there to ask, why are you giving me this? As you come, so shall you return. We are dust. And we will go back to dust. Why are we pride? Proud. Arrogance. Sometimes. Hmm? This is our position. We brought nothing into the world. And when you are coming into this world too, you are not holding any car key. Any house key, any certificates, you came with empty hand. You don't hold anything. So shall you go without any of those things. So we came with nothing into this world. And we can take nothing out of it. Here, I want you to understand the scriptures. What the scriptures mean is that when you die, you yourself, you cannot ask for what you want. They will give you what you don't like or what you like. But you cannot take anything. Hey. Are we learning? So you came empty and so shall you go. It is those people sometimes we don't respect. Those people sometimes we don't give honor to. Those people sometimes we easily forget about their their, their aspect of support that has made us what we are. Those people, if they are still alive, they are the same people who farewell us. That's your mother. That's your aunt. That's your uncle. That's your brother. You are disrespecting. They will be the family head. And their names will appear in your obituary. And they will decide where you should be buried. They will decide where you should be buried. It is my prayer that you will link up with your family perfectly. And the first family that is wonderful family is a Christian family. Where we are find ourselves. Some people are here. They don't travel to any funeral in this family. They don't come to weddings and they are in this family. And they are content. Hey! Pentecost, what you know more here? Some two you find yourself wanting because as you sow, so shall you reap. So commit yourself in the family, both this one and the other one. Hallelujah! I say, Hallelujah! So we came with nothing and we'll go with nothing sometimes. I play music in my room, some cool music. Hmm? Like Jimmy Cliff's music. Uh, and recently, I was playing one, and I was dancing to exercise myself. I do my exercise in my room. So once I was choking, then I was singing Jimmy Cliff's song. I was playing Jimmy Cliff's song. Uh, and the song is, um, uh, the song, um, I, am, I Am Born to Win. 
I am born to win. <laughs> I am born to win. You get down, you can look up. Tan, tan, tan. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then I tell myself, you are not born a loser. You are born to win. Because these are tough on the mission's field. I have to pay salaries to about 22 uh, pastors. Then two staffs in the office. And there was no money in the account. And I have to go to office and pretend I'm coming to sign check. Hey! I am born to win. It's the only song that can help me liberate myself from the entanglement of suffering I was going through. So I started dancing in the morning, singing, I am born. I know that God is with me. After finishing my exercise, showering, I had my phone belling. I said, I'm born to win. <laughs> Hallelujah. Then a brother, an elder from Kumasi, called a prince. Maybe some of you might know him. Told me, Pastor, I'm not dreaming. He said, Uganda for. He has sent me 20,000. I say, I'm more to win. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, sometimes if you are content with your situation, God comes in. Because you know where you have reached, your strength, your might, your resources cannot match it. But he, God, the most high, who knows and sees everything, the omnipotent, the omniscience, the omnipresence will come into your situation. And ten things run. Hallelujah. So he gave us 20,000 Ghana cities. By the grace of God, when I was going to office, I was a human being. Yes, I was human being. I was indeed born to win. I went to the office, called the clerk. Hey, wait, wait, have you prepared this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bring me the books. And I endorsed it. And we were able to pay them the salary. Then I started thinking about the following month. <laughs> yeah, Nipo. We are human beings. So sometimes you go through challenges. You go through strength. If somebody is progressing in life, praise the Lord. Let the person progress. Be content with what God has endowed you with. Your time will surely come. Six o'clock occurs twice in the world. Morning six and evening six. If your morning six o'clock pass, the God you serve can make it in your evening six o'clock. So be content. He will never see you going so worried so neglected, so sorrowful, so weak, so sick to die and die untimely. God is with us. Please, let's progress. But if we have food, if we have what? This is biblical. Your contentment level is having food. What to eat? Then, and clothes that you will not be naked. If you have these two things, 
It doesn't say clothes. It says clothes. Clothing. Not clothes. So if you have this one, we will be content with that. If you have this one, you'll be content with that. But I'm adding the third one that will help you is to have a shelter where to sleep. Amen. If you have your own home and you are not renting, you'll be content. And even if you are renting and you're able to pay your rent, be content. Amen. Because that is what God has given to you. Now, the big one. But if we have food and clothes, we'll be content with what God has given us. The next one is Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews 13, 5. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Never will I leave you means God will always be there for you. And he will be with you. In all situations, God will be with you. So be content. If this big God is for you, what else do you need? In fact, if somebody's father is an attorney, lawyer attorney, And that child can be proud enough to say, my dad is lawyer Tony. And somebody's father is president. And he can be proud to say, my dad is the president. With all the protocols that goes with it. Our dad is God the father. He never dies. He never changes. So be content. Child of God, be content. For your father will surely see you through. Victory will be your end. Success will be your story. Once you are content. Because the God we serve never fails. Keep yourself from the love of money. It doesn't mean when you are a wealthy person, you don't look for more money. Because if you don't add on, add on. if you don't add or add on or gain, then your business or project will end. So you need more. And I pray that as you do good business, God will bless you. Now, practice contentment as habits or your character. Practice it. Do your best to practice it. That for me, I, I would like to be what I, I am and like what I have and decide to maintain my horizon. I will not compete with anybody. Hallelujah. I will not compete with anybody. Practice contentment as habit or character. Do your best as a genuine Christian to abhor corruption. As genuine Christians, we should abhor corruption, especially the government workers and those private businessmen. Now, corruption in this in Ghana is very serious. And we pray that we all play our parts to to Prevent or stop it. Amen. Uh, my, my country where I'm coming from, corruption is very high. Very high. Very, very, very high. Ghana is a bit better. 
Oh, yes. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Everything goes with bribery and corruption. Everything. When I was renewing my documents for the next three years, and money that we're supposed to pay $5,000, we end up paying more than $15,000. And the receipts end up $5,000. In Jesus' name. <laughs> so you can see where we have reached. And wherever you go for anything, if you don't pay money, your document will remain on one desk. It will not move. And even school, children, are practicing corruption by more practices, as well as more practices. And they pay their teachers to bring them the papers to study to go and write their exams and pass. Hallelujah. I remember I was buying fuel just before we come. I was buying fuel. I asked him to fill the tank. After filling the tank, he saw the price. Then he asked me, How much should I wrote? How much, boss? How much should I wrote? Not even write. Backdate. <laughs> you get my point. He's not asking me, present, how much should I write? To tell him, write what is there. How much should I wrote? Uh -huh. That is where we have reached, the level we are going. So, Ghana is better than my end. And I pray that we'll fight corruption. Or fight corruption. So do your best as a genuine Christian to abhor corruption. Satisfaction always leads to contentment. Satisfactions always lead to contentment. Lack of envy, jealousy, and laziness will arise you not being content. If you are jealous, if you are lazy, if you envy, you will not be content. So don't be jealous. Look, I can invite two people here who are very smart, but what they are wearing is not too expensive. You get me right. When I was in Accra, early in the morning sometimes, I can go to Katamanto, very early in the morning. I was not in ministry those days. I was working. I go to Katamanto. There's a place, they bring the suit, first selection. Pick my suit, pick my shirt, take it to, that time we have uh, Wiseway Cleaners. Once we uh, uh, laundry, send it to them, they'll do it in chair. Where they have to prepare the body, they prepare it small, small, and when I wear it, it will fit me. And when I go to office, people thought I bought the suit from London. I bought it uh, Ghana, London. Yes, Ghana, London. Hallelujah. But I look smart in the suit. If you see somebody wearing something today, and you jealous the person, you envy the person, you want to dress like the person. Please be careful. Be content. Because otherwise, that will push you to where you don't have to go. Because it could be possible that what I'm wearing, I didn't buy it myself. Maybe it's a gift. Now you are coming to compete with me. I did not buy it. But you are going to buy it. You get my point? So as you spend to buy, I'll be praying for more gifts. And you compete with me. And you have yourself in big problem. So don't jealous anybody. Be of yourself. Tell somebody, happy yourself. Tell to another person, tell him, happy yourself. Eh? Don't compete with anybody. 
and be content with what you have. Hallelujah. Humility is the special attribute of being content. Humility is a special attribute of being content. Arrogance will not help you. Unassuming, disrespectful, are not helping. So, humble yourself before the Lord and humanity and God will lift you up. Amen. Discipline your mind and character about contentment. Discipline your mind and character about contentment. Discipline is the training of mind and character in order to have self-control. It is the reality of controlling behavior, not envy or jealousy. It is a good factor for contentment. An individual with the virtue of discipline is a content mind person. Content mind person. And this will help you to be able to remain calm in all situations. Amen. Abhor of abhorrence of greed and corruption. Some benefits of being content. If you are content, your face will always bright because you'll be smiling. Either good or bad, you are happy. Like Tony, every time I see he laugh. Even when the sister died, she was laughing. Hallelujah. I'm using him because he's a good friend. Somebody also in front of me, the same thing. Uh, my teacher, my Sunday school teacher, always laughing. <laughs> if you want to grow old, make a laughter your daily habit. Smile, at least, to yourself and to others. And if you are angry and you want to address yourself, go to your mirror, the long mirror the lady said, Go and stand by the mirror and look at your face intently. Look if you are the same person standing there. And if that face is your face, keep watching until you tend to become yourself. Then you can move. Never move when you are angry from your mirror until you get your real face. What did I say? Be from the mirror until you get your original face. Because if you move from the mirror with that face you are getting there, this bad will happen. And your speech, your utterance will be negative. And that will defile you. And your righteousness will not be perfect before God. Amen. So get that long mirror. As you examine your breast there, don't only examine your breast, but the day you are angry with either your spouse, your children, or any other person, just look at the mirror and check if this face is your face. If it's your face. I don't know, but you know yourself. Look at how beautiful your face is as you smile. Then you make yourself angry. Then you go and stand there. Then you change your face. Then you move. Never move from the mirror if your face is not reflecting you as you are. The smiling friend. Amen. Benefits too. If you are content, 
and not complacency, you can achieve whatever God, whatever plan you have that conforms to God's plan for you. Hallelujah. Yeah. So God has plans for everybody. Now you can reach your goal once you are content and conform to God's plan, you will reach your goal. It is my prayer that anybody here hearing me will reach his goal or her goal. Again, benefits two, three. Some effects is that if you are content, you will not find yourself forgery, embezzlements, or breaking the laws of the land where you'll be dealt with to shame your family. If you are content, you'll not do things that will find you wanting, but you do everything right. You issue receipts according to the value. Hallelujah. And I pray that we will be content. Last but not the least. Causes of contentment. We also get stuck in this content when we base our contentment on things we can't control. What other people think about you, what they feel about you, or how they go, they, they are going to react is beyond our control. So when we, re, we rely on people to make us happy, then our contentment will be defect. But if you're happy yourself, and you are always happy, nobody will push you to do wrong. May God help us to do what is right and happy ourselves. Like I said earlier, happy yourself. Do what? Be content. Um, Paul said he has enjoyed proper meals before. He has gone through hunger before. He has been beaten before. He has been done this before. He has gone to prison before. He has done all those things. But in all those things, his joy is to be with the Lord always. May you be with the Lord always. And that should be your joy. What then is content person? A content person is somebody who is satisfied with the level God has placed him. Nonetheless, persevere to achieve more in the right path. The person gazes at the Lord and do things according to the will and purposes of God. As you continue to do things gradually, his intent purpose for your life will be accomplished. Then you will get gain for your life. You will get, get gains for your life. May you receive gains as you are content. Last but not the least, it is my prayer that all of us here will reach to a level that will say, God, it is well. It is well. Whatever the situation is, it is well. And you will be able to render gratitude and appreciation to God in all situations. It be good or bad. It be sweet or bitter. Happiness or sorrow. Once you reach that state, and you give your whole life to God that whatever happened to you, it's his will. God will see you through in Christ. And you will never be the same. I pray that God will grant you life. And in the life he grants you, you'll be content. 
and your contentment will grant you great gain. God bless you. Amen.